The Small Town Business Podcast is sponsored by Visit Gippsland, the land of many wonders. Head to visitgippsland.com.au to plan your trip. Whether it's walking and hiking or cycling or driving, camping, fishing, drinking and eating, you'll be exploring some of the most unforgettable destinations around. Head to their website or get inspired by their social media. All the links are in the show notes. Over the years, I've realized that many of the startups and new businesses that I speak to have one major thing standing in their way. They might come to me because they think it's a marketing or social media issue, but when it comes down to it, it's confidence. Confidence is the issue, backing themselves. These things are central to both business and marketing success. So today I'm talking about confidence and why you should and how you can back yourself. Back yourself into the space you want to occupy with your business. Welcome to the Small Town Business Podcast. I'm Erica McInerney. Did you get a chance to listen to episode four of this podcast yet with Jane from Friendy? She talked about investing in their business, not just financially, but really throwing themselves into it because they knew they had a great product and they could see the opportunities ahead of them. She made big deals from her lounge room with young kids at her feet and no doubt a pile of washing sitting on the table alongside her. Maybe that's you right now because it's definitely me. Backing yourself is important. And the cool thing about it is that you don't have to have all your ducks in a row right then and there. You don't have to be perfect or have all your systems in place. You just need to have the knowledge that you can deliver on your promise and the confidence to say that over and over because you won't land every deal and you won't win every pitch. But if you can learn and grow and pick yourself up, you'll go a lot further to actually developing the confidence you might be faking right now. So here are a few ways that you can work on confidence and in doing so, put your best foot forward in your business. Have the capacity to deal with stuff like rejection or slow social media growth or when people write stupid comments on your posts. So I'm going to go through just five things. Number one, nailing your visual identity. When you look good, you feel good. Number two, having a solid business plan so you can actually deliver. Number three, focus, focus focus. Number four, building a supportive community around you and listening to them. So important. And number five, being authentic, being honest. Nothing eats away at confidence like mine. So when it comes to business, a visual identity can span a lot of things. For starters, there's your brand, your logo, your packaging, website, and all of that stuff. It's often a big financial outlay at the start of your business journey to get all of that done, but it's definitely worth it if you can find the money to work with someone who can just nail it for you. Starting right is backing yourself. Starting with a visual and brand identity that you're proud of can definitely contribute to your overall confidence too. It's not a deal breaker though. Plenty of businesses go through a rebranding process after a few years, once they've settled and they have the funds to reinvest. These days, your visual identity covers more than just a logo and fonts and photos though. Now it often includes you, you in photos, making reels, making stories, talking to camera, building relationships. It can be a lot to take on and it requires a kind of confidence that can be hard some days. If you feel like you can't avoid being a part of your marketing, but you don't want to do it, then my tip is to create yourself a personal brand, a visual identity that is both authentic and customer focused. 
That might include certain outfits you wear or the background to your videos. It might mean that you take extra care with your appearance on filming days or you wear your favorite red lippy. It doesn't matter. What matters is how you feel about yourself and that you're being true so that you don't feel like you're faking yourself, but rather just fluffing up your confidence to ask for what you want. Importantly, on the days when it feels too hard, don't do it. Do something else. Your audience will get to know you and they'll know you're not really in the moment. Trust me. There are a few things that will bring you unstuck quicker than overpromising. Having a solid business plan in place is central to your confidence. It's also central to being genuinely able to back yourself in conversations with suppliers or retailers or customers. In episode four, Jane gave us some great advice on this, and that is to know your products well and to know what they offer to all the people you want to connect with. If you want to attract retailers to stock you, then think about what they need. If you want to collaborate with other businesses or influencers, then you need to see your products from the perspective of their audiences and customers. And on that note, your business plan will help you decide who to approach and when to approach and all of that good stuff. So really think about where you want your business to go, where you have opportunities, where there are gaps that you can fill. A business plan allows you to see into the future and to make connections now that you can use later. Having a plan will also help you to not overpromise, to not say yes to things that you don't want to do or can't do or keep you out of the place where you feel like you're not at your best. Focus. Focus is my word for 2023 and I really hope I can live up to it because the past few years I've been pulled in all kinds of directions. That's what people needed and I'm okay with that, but it's messing with my business plans and it's messing with my confidence too. So I had to add this one into the mix. When you're focused on a business goal, you can pick it apart and look at it from all angles. You can give it time and energy and you are more likely to succeed. Success, smashing your goals, seeing the positive outcomes for your business, retailers, clients, that's going to give you a huge boost in confidence. So get that business plan done, set goals, Work out the steps that you need to take to achieve those goals and then celebrate your achievements. Celebrate however you choose, but can I suggest that you share your success with your friends, family, followers and more, your community. From time to time, I share my thoughts on community in my McInerney business marketing because community is one of my core business and personal values. And that word underpins a lot of my decision-making in that, is this good for my community? Is this something my community needs? I never really think about my clients as clients. Once we work together, they usually become friends or at least part of my community. And that's something I won't change. I worked out a long time ago that I need people around me to bounce ideas, to share energy, to learn from. People, community, it's central to confidence and backing yourself because they will back you. They will give you feedback and advice and they will share your marketing posts and talk you up and have a wine and a WH wine if you need it. We never see ourselves the way other people see us. You can find community anywhere, depending on the needs you have, your business niche, or even your personality type. Google or Facebook is a great place to start to find an online membership that offers the value that you need. 
make sure you check the reviews. And if it's a paid membership, join their free group first, if they have one, to see what kind of vibe you get. Your own local community may have a business group already, or perhaps you could start one, whether formal or informal. Bringing like-minded people together is great for a small town. You can also build your own community by digging deep into what your customers, clients, and followers want and need from you. Creating content that connects with them and starts conversations is a great place to start. Now I'm going to finish back where I started on the idea of fake it till you make it. Truth be told, I kind of hate that phrase, but working with business coaches over the years, I've learned to see it differently and to make a clear distinction. When it comes to confidence, to mindset, to self-belief, yes, sometimes we need to fake it a little to trick that naughty little brain of ours into projecting the person that other people see. What I don't want you to do is bring that fake to your products or services, to pretend to be something you're not, to overpromise, to bullshit, to copy. All that's going to do is make you feel icky, but I would hope so. And the more you under-deliver, the more icky you'll feel and you'll dig yourself into a bit of a confidence hole. Building a business takes a lot of gumption. I am in absolute awe of the business owners I've come to know over the last 25 years in marketing. Specifically, I am in awe of people's ability to just keep going. It's no mean feat because we all have those days when we just aren't feeling the love. How do you stack up in the confidence game? I would love to hear from you. Send me an email to smalltownbusiness.pod at gmail.com or message me through Facebook or Instagram. I'd love to share your stories on how you backed yourself because we can all learn from each other. Thanks for listening. Please share with your biz buddies and don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. I've got some great guests coming up. Small Town Business was recorded on the lands of the Gunai Kurnai, and I would like to pay my respects to their elders, past, present, and emerging. Big thanks to Chris at Jetstreamer for production and editing support. I'd be talking into a tin can without you. Don't forget to subscribe or follow, and if you like what you hear, please write a review to help me reach more people. Thanks for listening.